When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks very much. And you would have sat up last night and viewed, of course, uh, the Australians take off again another T20 title against South Africa. What were your thoughts on the performance last night? Um, Look, uh, as usual, it was pretty clinical. Like a lot of people, I imagine I fell asleep um, during past (laughs) it. Uh, But uh, I... um, I, I woke up, uh, I think, with about three overs to go and, and knew it was in the bag. But uh, South Africa, I thought, did really well uh, in the first five overs. But you could see Australia um, sort of taking the ascendancy. And um, I just think they've done an amazing job in a tournament in, in a country they really haven't toured much in. And also with a uh, Women's Premier League auction going on halfway through it, um, which was something they'd never experienced before. So I think Shelley Nitschke did really well to keep them all focused on the task at hand. Now, you've been around sporting circles a long time and sports yeah. administration. Now, there's been some dominant teams in Australia over the decades, but it appears this crop of superstars might just be the best we've seen. What are your thoughts on the fact that they've won so much in such a short space of time? After all, this Women's T20 World Cup... They won it for the sixth time. So where do you think this team ranks? It's got to be up there with uh, one of our greatest sporting teams ever. Um, uh, There's probably no doubt that uh, given the length of time they've been able to maintain their dominance, they're probably the best team um, that Australia's um, produced um, uh, in the um, women's um, uh, arena. Um, but I, I think they're leading the way, and I think um, a bit of credit to Cricket Australia in that. In that, um, the move from amateur to professional happened really quickly at Australian level. Um, they they recognised a long time ago now, um, uh, sort of the beginning of the um, last decade, that they needed to do um, up what the girls were being playing, allow them to be full time athletes, and we're seeing um, uh, the benefit of that. Um, it'd be really interesting. Uh, um, over the next little while to see how there's an increase in um, funding for the domestic players to take the domestic game to another level. Um, there's lots of competition on the horizon um, from a cricket point of view, um, but also, um, you know, if you watch, watch the West Coast Fever on the weekend, they've um, uh, uh, followed up their win last winter with a win in the pre-season comp. Um, they're starting to sort of really um, dominate um, the Super Netball competition um, and getting lots of Australian representation. So, you know, it's no surprise when athletes become better paid that they can put more time into it, they can manage their lives better and the results are better performances on the field, on the um, court, um, wherever. Yeah, interesting uh, when we look at a couple of individuals in the Australian team that were so victorious and against South Africa last night. You've got opening bat Beth Mooney, of course, part of the Perth Scorchers. She made 74. Yeah. She was the player of the match. You know her very well. Uh, an outstanding individual. And then you've got Captain Meg Lanning, who took a bit of a break from the game and yeah. came back bigger and better than ever with bat and with leadership. And 
And, of course, you played with the Perth Scorchers for a couple of seasons as well, and you would have been yeah. right behind that. Tell us about those two individuals. Yeah, well, I think um, uh, Beth Mooney's sort of the quiet achiever. She opens the batting with Elisa Healy, and all the talk is always about um, uh, Elisa and her dominance, her big-game nature. But there's very few players in this team over the last um, 10 years who have the consistency that Beth has. She brings it to us in the Scorchers and she brings it to the Australian team. She's not one who looks for um, accolades. And, you know, it always surprises me when she's on the mic um, in games because she's not someone who's outgoing. Um, She just does what she needs to do. But she's probably uh, the rock in that side now, particularly with Rachel Haynes having gone. She's the quiet achiever who gives them a platform uh, in all games. And I think where Meg Lanning's um, concerned, um, you know, it was really brave of her to take that break. She didn't know what was going to come of it, whether she'd come back and play. But I think if you've listened to her over this World Cup, you can see she's really enjoying her cricket again. Um, And she looks like she's smiling. It's not just her mouth, it's her eyes and her face. She's got a real joy back in um, playing the game again. Yeah, so the uh, the break was uh, overdue probably for Meg. Uh, she needed a bit of a break from the game. And as you mentioned, Christina, she'd come back bigger and better than ever. Saying that, she's come out and saying, I'd love to hang around for the next uh, Women's World Cup because it's here in Australia. Uh, yeah, she's, uh, well, she's not that old, so she could easily do that. Um, and uh, look, we've seen over the last um, seven years, we've had um, three World Cups in that time, the men's 50 over the World Cup, the women's T20 and the men's T20. They're great events. Um, our teams uh, team to do well with uh, with them. Obviously, our men's team didn't do so well in, in October, um, but there were a lot of reasons for that, I think, with the um, controversy that was going on with the team at the time. But I, I think it really lifts um, Australian cricket fans and it lifts our, our players as well. And what has this done for the profile of women's cricket, certainly here in Australia? I love watching it because technically they're so good. They're athletic. And as you mentioned, now they're professionals, full-time professionals in the sport. You've seen it grow in your decade as CEO at the West Australian Cricket Association. Where to from here do you think for the sport? Well, I think it's just getting stronger and stronger. I mean, Cricket Australia released um, uh, over the weekend um, their girls' participation numbers for this year. They've cracked. Um, um, through the uh, 20,000 mark. Um, more and more girls are seeing this uh, as an option. Um, obviously, the Women's Premier League auction raised the profile again, so um, the opportunities are, are broader than they ever were. Um, uh, so I, I think it's just going to continue to grow. But um, you can't take the eye off the ball, um, uh, for want of a bit of, bit of a term. You know, as administrators, we've got to keep coming on behind these team successes and making sure we've got programs for young girls to participate and, and um, more importantly, programs that are available to them when these things are happening. In cricket, we generally have our teams all put together in October and then for the six months, you can't join a team. Whereas nowadays, we're looking at having different programs that are happening as this, the intense part of the summer is going on. Um, uh, Woolworths Cricket Blast are opening new centres um, uh, this month to cater for um, renewed interest with things like the World Cup. 
um, the men's Indian Test Series and so forth. So we've got to be on our game about how to open up opportunities for people to be part of the game. Good on you, Christina. Thanks for joining us uh, and having a chat to us about uh, the success last night of the Australian team in the World uh, T20 uh, World Cup. Thanks for your time. Terrific. Thank you.